we we started small we started with the mental health stuff um just kind of working through a lot of those issues and then from like november to like march i i worked on a lot of that stuff and then in i think roughly march april i finally like was off medication for good what is going on guys welcome to another episode of the mood lifters i apologize if the audio quality is kind of off i'm out of town but I just wanted to release this video for you guys in time. In this week's episode, I sit down with Chris and Grant. We basically talk about our little origin story, some of the challenges we currently face, and more. And with that, let's get into it. What is going on, guys? <laughs> Welcome to another episode of The Mood Lifters. We are live on Twitch, Facebook, and YouTube, so the whole shebang. So it's going to be a new live stream for some of us. The live streams now, it's official. It's going to be a lot more you know, riskier in us talking and we can get canceled for saying things like I like pineapple on pizza. Or, Whoa, um, dude. Hey, holy <laughs> shit. What, what if I said something along the lines of like milk before the cereal? You're like, all right, this guy's okay. a psychopath. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One of those is true. It's not going to be the milk on milk before the cereal. <laughs> Slow down, bucko. You're getting too excited here, dude. But uh, anyway, for people that are just live streaming now, if you ever see this, probably one viewer, I don't know, maybe down the line, we'll get a few more. For you guys that are listening right now, we are an exercise for mental health podcast called The Mood Lifters. We essentially help people exercise out of depression. We help you lose weight and essentially get your life back. So, you know, with some people dealing with depression, they live a lot more sedentary lifestyle and the goal is to get more movement in, to get the more, more active body, which equates to a more active mind. It helps you de-stress, and if you know, large bouts of stressors can lead to things like depression and anxiety. So our goal is to reduce the stress or actually build resilience to stress so that you can manage your day-to-day -day and stuff. So that's that's essentially what we're all about. My other co-hosts are Chris and Grant. They're on their exercise for mental health journey. They made a lot of progress. Who wants to start first and telling a brief summary or brief story about what they got going on? Sure, why not? I'll hop on in there. Uh, my name is Grant. I started my weight loss journey just a little over a year ago, August of 2021. And I, at that time, I was at 581 pounds. I was going to school. I was just like, I, easiest way to say it is I was stressed, depressed, and I was under duress. I, I was struggling with my mental health every single day. I just really didn't care about what I was putting in my cake hole. All I wanted to do was comfort um, the pain that I was feeling inside my head and my in my heart, uh, and it eventually came to a to a point where you know I, I stepped on the scale and I saw that, like oh my god I'm at 581 pounds so I need to I need to change like a bunch of stuff otherwise I'm gonna you know I'm gonna die next month if I keep going down this route um, is. The heaviest I've ever been. It was the most depressed I've ever been. And I just started reaching out for help from, from my friends, from Tony. And I was approaching it with the mind and goal of just being a lot more mindful of what I was eating. Because I didn't want to just go and be like, oh, well, I'm only going to drink shakes for the rest of my life. I've done that before. Or I didn't want to go and be like, oh, I'm, ne I'm never going to have a carb ever again. I'm only going to have protein and, and vegetables. And I just, just started being a lot more mindful of the things that I was putting in my mouth. I started a regimen. I was 
very, very diligent in the beginning with like what I was putting in my mouth, but like not denying myself like flavor and taste and stuff like that. So I was, I was still eating. And then I was just being more mindful of my movement as well, as far as like going out and getting 10,000 steps a day and, and just moving, moving my body. And now I I'm in the middle of transitioning to a new job where I'm doing a lot more physical labor. I'm moving, you know, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds, easier to just say thousands of pounds worth of waste material and stuff and giant metal drums. And, you know, um, Monday through Friday, I'm sweating like a, sweating like a pig man and here we are now i'm down to 457 was my last way in so get in it dude because they're gonna get jacked from yeah. the work stuff oh my god i can feel i can definitely feel like some more definition in my arms and my my legs but i'm also feeling like a lot more like appetite working up from like you know doing all this work oh yeah absolutely I like I was thinking of I was thinking of Chris like when he did one of the episodes where he's like flexing the mirror he's like oh like I can just see you doing that now you're just like getting the massive pump you know yeah dude. sometimes sometimes I'll just sit there and I'll like I'll just I'll just flex to feel the muscles that are there yeah. you know yes <laughs> that's when you know you're like I'm feeling good that's how you hype yourself up all right now Chris it's your turn bro my name's Chris. I was born and raised in Ohio. You know, 18, I joined the military as a military police officer of the Air Force, Security Forces. I did 11 years service stationed in Nevada, Germany, my two main ones. I did three tours, two combat. I was been blown up a couple times by IED, shot at a bunch, stabbed twice, the whole, the whole ringer. In 20... I don't know, let's say 2017 or so. Yeah, it's 2017, 2018. The depression and the anxiety and PTSD from everything just kind of got the too much of me. I started seeking out mental health. I went to a PTSD clinic in 2018. I had to have a couple of surgeries before I could leave the military, fix some injuries from the war. And uh, yeah, I retired in 2019, retired out to Hawaii. And then I, I spent, you know, 2019, 2020, on antidepressants and anxiety medication and just a bunch of you know array of drugs and therapies and, and whatnot and then tony we met in i believe 2021 or so yeah yeah early yeah. 2021 i think March, yeah, we, somewhere around there yeah because we were in the uh, capitalism incubator together a business entrepreneurship group that i joined to start my own brand uh i met tony and then roughly around like november ish of 2021 I reached out to you and I was like, Hey man, I got, I got to change. Uh, I I'm tired of the medication. I'm tired of the lifestyle. I'm tired of everything that's going on. I need help. I need support. You're, you're starting a mental health for exercise brand. I used to love working out in the military. I was like, Let, let's get back into it. Uh, and then, so we, we started small. We started with the mental health stuff. Um, just kind of working through a lot of those issues. And then from like November to like March, I, I worked on a lot of that stuff. And then in I think roughly March, April, I finally like was off the medication for good, which was a great step for me. I weighed, I think like three, 360, 365 or so at the time. And then we started really working on the exercise. So, you know, I noticed, you know, I was doing different things to see what worked. I could go hardcore at the gym and do a full body workout today, or 
I'd be like, okay, well, today's chest, the next day's legs, day after that's, you know, arms, et cetera. And we're just trying to see what really worked. And then what we found that works best for me is when I did the filthy 50 challenge, which is 50 days of 50 push-ups, 50 sets, 50 pull-ups a day, every, you know, every day. And I did like a modified version of it because I weighed so much. And it started off as me doing like, you know, countertop push-ups. And then by the time it was done, I was doing regular push-ups. We gradually got stronger and better. And we realized that, hey, just doing short bursts of exercise every day, just getting up, getting moving, was was my key, what worked for me. Because I was able to go there, I was able to work out, not completely kill myself, but you know, get get a good good workout in, and then still be able to come back consistently every single day, seven days a week. And so then I, I got down to about 350 or so. And I think that's roughly where I'm at now. I haven't had a chance to really go to the gym in the last week or so, mainly just because I'm I'm now in the process of leaving Hawaii. And so I've been dealing with all the movers and all the packing and, and everything else. So my days have been spent either working. And then after work until I until I go to bed, it's been working on the move essentially, and and that has had good and bad things associated with it. Good is I'm getting a lot done. The bad is, man, my mental health is suffering, and so is my body, you know, from it. For sure. Well, I'm gonna introduce myself and then I'll add some comments to it. But I'm Tony, yeah. basically, the the front guy of my fitness for mental health brand reforged chris and grant are part of the mood lifters and mood lifters is a sh is this show and what my goal is is to basically help you use exercise to battle depression help you lose weight and get your life back a little bit over about 12 years now i used to be an overweight and very suicidal kid i had some dark thoughts got picked on bull bullied regularly i felt like there was nothing in this world for me i was very nihilistic and one of the turning points in my life was I was at this very low point and this hard headedness in the back of my mind was just like, no, screw that. Like there's more, there's more to this life. There has to be more. There has to be another side of what I'm feeling right now. And I kind of vented my frustration to my own mom and my mom's a hard ass. She's a very tough lady. And one of the biggest things that she heard from me was like, oh, I want to lose this weight. They're picking, picking on me for my weight. And she's like, you know what? Let's do something about it. She forced me into working out. At first, I absolutely hated it. But it, then I started feeling the mental health benefits and it kept me, making me go forward and push forward. And then next thing you know, I was hooked. I've stumbled along the way. I've learned a lot. And ultimately what we're doing with this show is to show you guys like the small steps are what's most important. I lost track of that like during my journey where, where I saw best of my progress was, you know, Every single day, you just inch away at it. You just chisel away at what you're doing, taking small steps, making better nutritional choices from time to time, keeping the lifestyle flexible. So a lot of what we talk about is more of a flexible dieting lifestyle in that we prefer like an 80-20 of the sort where it's like 80% whole foods, which are your like lean proteins, your fruits and vegetables, your complex carbs. And then the 20% is the indulgence stuff. From time to time, I love my Oreos. I have to get like a very small pack. I can't buy an entire pack because I'll eat the entire thing and I'll feel sick for the entire day. So I have to be careful with that. But it's usually like rewarding yourself from time to time. It's really that mindfulness piece that Grant was talking about, just being aware of what's going on. You know, when you eat this food, how's the energy? How is like, how is it energizing you? How do you feel from doing so? And then even with the exercise, how do you feel after your workout session and stuff? It's really those small steps that amplify over time. If we really focus on those little small things, you can basically add to it and it'll compound. So a lot of it is like get moving right now, 
And then over time, you're like, if you find yourself getting into the gym, you get into the gym, do a small workout session, and then add to that workout session. Next thing you know, you're like, I'm going to lift weights for muscle building, or I'm going to lift weights for power lifting. You're going to start to gravitate towards something that you like, and then you just practice it constantly. If some of you have seen our previous episodes, I interview guys with different expertise, expertises, I guess you could say, in like obstacle course racing, power lifting. Uh, Olympic lifting and things like that. And I'm really trying to get that mental health aspect out of them. And a lot of it is that it's like the small steps, gravitate towards something that you enjoy and then keep pushing forward. So here I am today paying it forward, selfless plug here. Um, in addition to the fitness for mental health brand that we have, I want to pay it forward to the industry that basically saved my life. And uh, I create supplements on top of that. There's going to be snacks and beverages down the line. These are optional. I don't, expect you guys to purchase them. I could care less if you guys purchase them. What fulfills me is providing that value to you guys. And if I'm able to inspire so many along the way and you guys pay it forward, that's that's fulfilling to me. And that's essentially my goal. Going down to like what Chris and Grant talked, to get, talked about, these guys have made so much mental progress over the course of a year. And it fires me up so much. Like just watching these guys grow. If you look back at like episode one and then keep going, I looked back at episode one last or earlier this week. And I was like, damn, these guys made so much progress and it really fires me up. And it really excites me to see these guys keep pushing forward, regardless of whether or not like they have to take a step back from the exercise, they're still fired up to get back into it. And that's, that's the, that's essentially the game. You're going to have setbacks. You're going to have some experiences where you're like, damn, I can't even get into the gym, but they have this like beast inside them. That's like, we're going to get in there soon. We're going to get in there. But as soon as they get in there, they're going to get back on track and then build that, you know, the whole thing we're talking about, if they have to take a week off and then they get back into it, they might be a lot more sore, but they're going to take it easy. And then they're going to build up that momentum and ramp it up over time. And really these guys, these guys are the chosen ones. That's what I'm going to call them. The chosen ones of the mood lifters. Cause they're out here getting it right now. And they're like the first two official mood lifters. We have a couple other guys on their journey, but these guys are actively documenting it with me. And it fires me up to see it. So kudos to you guys. Make you guys make me proud, really. Thanks. I, I appreciate, yeah, I appreciate it, Tony. Hell yeah. So guys, talk to me about what's been going on this week. Anything you want specifically to talk about? Anything that any challenges that we're facing right now or this week I was back in my at my branch. I was back to doing like some hardcore physical stuff. And I was writing with another with another person, so it would tend to be that you know come lunchtime, the the driver would be like, all right, let's go to get lunch, and we go to Mexican food, and, the good <laughs> and, stuff, uh, and Chinese, and it's like, dude, I love Mexican food. I'm like, let me get some al pastor tacos, let me get a, let me get a, some some bolitas and stuff like that. I freaking love Mexican food, but not the kind of food that's like the best conducive like macros <laughs> it's just so many so much carbs man but such delicious delicious carbs but i was also just sweating and like you know working hard mm -hmm. i look forward to like saturday and sunday because it's like saturday and sunday is like my time to just kind of like relax and recover because it's like monday through friday i'm you know putting my body to the test every single day but by just constantly moving is like on like Monday and Wednesday, I think on the back of my truck, I have a lift gate that I can lift up and down goes up to like five feet up. And 
a couple of the stops is like, you know, I'm going to throw a little bit extra in there. So like we finished up the stop and I was like, I'm going to bust out 10, 10 little modified pushups on the lift gate halfway up. And I just did that a couple of times. And I was like, what if I were to, what if I were to start implementing that and do like, do that five times a day with each stop and where would I like, how, how long would it take? And I was thinking to myself, how long would it take until the lift gate could just be on the ground? I'm just doing regular push-ups. So that's something's like when I'm getting back onto the truck is I'm going to start working on that. It's like a plan to like, just because my work schedule is like, you know, 5 a.m. to like 4 p.m. And then I got an hour drive home. It's like, you've already been working physical labor. You don't want to go home and go straight to the gym. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm planning on like making my work the gym in its own sense. <laughs> That sounds yeah, epic, bro. That was, was kind of like that was kind of my that was that was kind of something I was I was contemplating last uh, last week because like we were talking about how like the world is your the world is your treadmill or the world is your gym. Yeah, it's like well, my kind of work like it's very physical based, so it's like I have to make it the gym because I have to become strong enough to to be able to do Monday through Friday no matter what and the occasional Saturday. I can't just let myself be stagnant enough where it's like I can do Monday through Friday, but on Saturday I have to just lie there like a coma patient because I'm so exhausted. <laughs> so I have to acclimate and get stronger than where I already am at. Dude, I love that you're doing that. It sounds like some anime like training where it's like, you know what? You know, we're doing this right now. Let's take it further. Let's take it at a level beyond. Yeah. And it's like, you know, adding more intensity and adding more exercise. I love that. Cause like, that's something I used to do when I worked at my, the rental car place back in the day. And like, I would be stretching, I'd be in a suit and I'd be stretching. I got to be careful because the suit will tear and it, it tore like, oops, twice. <laughs> twice. I, I had an issue like that because them cakes, you know, but yeah. anyway, it, it's one of those things where I would do some physical activity and they just think I'm like psycho. And I'm like, no, I'm sitting on a desk all the time. I'm, I'm stiffening up and stuff. like that. I feel uncomfortable doing that. So I need to get up and move and stretch and like adding that deliberate exercise actually helped in the long term. And I think if you add that deliberate exercise to it, you're going to start to see some, some gains, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And then also on top of that, I think that if once you can hack that nutrition in some way for lunch, I think you're going to, you could lose a lot of weight with that. That's the plan, man. That's the plan. Because I had to pull away from that, uh, that meal service. It was just, it was getting a little too pricey and uh, the meals were just not like, they weren't scratching the itch, unfortunately. <laughs> a little, a little yeah. too itty bitty. A little too salty and a little too itty bitty. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. I see so that. Like, I see that definitely. There were a few times where I was like, I'm gonna have two of these in a, in a for like dinner. And it's like even then I'm I'm looking at an 800 calorie, but it was like, yeah, I just need to I need to chill on these. <laughs> how much how much was that meal service? Uh, I was doing the. I think it's 15 meals or something like that and it was after shipping like 180 bucks for a week's worth of meals so like two meals a day okay but i was like man i don't paying over 10 bucks a meal but it's like i already know that i can go to the grocery store and i can buy a bag of broccoli i can buy a thing of chicken and i could have you know days worth of food for 20 bucks Mm -hmm. you know 
the convenience of being able to have it available is significant for those who are like in the moment have the means to make that a possibility but it's like i want to start you know saving for a house and i can't justify spending you know 200 bucks a week on 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 these meals when when i already know that i can make it work for for less but i have to be diligent on my own end so like yesterday i went to the grocery store and i was I was laughing to myself when Tony was talking about his Oreos because, dude, Albertson's got so many Oreos around that freaking place right now. All the different Seven holiday ones, dude, all around the freaking, all around the store, probably like 10 different locations where these Oreo stalls are set up to try and get you to buy them. And I'm like, oh God, I want some freaking Oreos, man. The Not only the placement, but it's just like repetition of like, Come on, man, just grab a pack. You know you want a whole container of double stuffed Oreos. And it's like I'm in that same vein. Like, if I were to buy those Oreos, you you, you can't buy a whole a whole pack because you're just gonna start mindlessly eating them. Like, yeah. oh, I'll have a couple of Oreos, have a couple of Oreos, have a couple of Oreos. And by the time you by the time you're done with the day, you've already had a whole freaking sleeve of them. I mean, God, there were back when I was at my heaviest, you know, I would. I would buy those and I would eat the whole thing in two days. It's like, I, I know for a fact there are people out there who do even more and will just eat a whole, like the mm-hmm. whole freaking pack. So three sleeves worth of Oreos in one day or one sitting. Because it's easy to just absentmindedly eat. Because as, as we've discussed before on our previous episodes, food very commonly becomes a comfort to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. When, you're, when you're trying to, you know, avoid life and you're you're just passing the time by watching netflix you know like, i'm gonna go to the grocery store i'm gonna get myself some some groceries and then you see you know oreos placed in 10 freaking locations in the store and it's like <laughs> okay well you know maybe it's god trying to tell me something maybe god wants me to have some oreos so you grab a pack of oreos you go home you put on you put on the office you watch 10 10 episodes in a sitting you look you're like all right let me put these oreos away and you open them up to double check see how many you got left you're like oh this can go in the crap in the trash because i ate it all (laughs) there's i i know for a fact there are people out there who do that kind of stuff and it's like it's comfort it's it's all just comfort dude i'll say too is like my my brother if you guys don't know, I'm 5'10". My brother's 6'5". I got the short end of the stick. He, uh, for some reason, his, this is, he's like a genetic outlier when it comes to calories in that he burns a lot at rest and he's tall. I mean, he's in good shape, but like this dude can funnel cal- calories and not gain weight. And it's insane to me. It drives me crazy. And he, like, I'll see, I'll see him here. He'll be gaming behind me and he has like a package of Oreos and he's just eating the Oreos. It doesn't affect him. He's sweating while he's he's on the computer. It's like, like what dude, what are you doing? It's like that, like that whole thing. Two of those is 180 calories, right? <laughs> yeah, dude. And yeah, exactly. And uh, like you know that whole entire step brother scene's like, what what are you doing? It's like, I was watching cops. Like it, like my brother just <laughs> sweating, bro. <laughs> and I'm just like, dude, you're not even doing anything. And that makes me feel mad because I'm like, this guy could eat 5,000, 6,000 calories and he'd be okay. But then the problem with that too is like, I, and I, I kind of can empathize with his point of view where he's like, he needs to eat a lot for him yeah. to be able to function properly. <laughs> and for me, I don't really need to. And if I ate 
a bunch of Oreos, I would gain weight quickly. <laughs> so right. like there's a, there's that genetic outlier. I'm kind of envious of it on some days, but other days, not so much, but yeah, there's so many distractions at the grocery store. And especially when you're hungry, never go to the grocery store when you're hungry. Cause you're like, ah, Oh, this, Oh, that, Oh, this. And I, I catch myself doing that every once in a while too. Cause I'll go into the grocery store. And for me now with like the fitness thing embedded in my lifestyle, it's like, Ooh, protein ice cream. Let's try this out. And it's like, it is protein ice cream. It has a little bit more protein, but then it's also like a couple hundred extra calories like in there. I'm getting some protein in, but it's not necessarily the healthiest, you know, ice cream there is, but it's stuff like that. There's a lot of distractions, especially when you're hungry and there's, it's all over the place. You know, the Oreo thing, like Grant was saying in every aisle, I know that because I worked grocery too. And like, oh yeah, whatever we need to push in sales, we got to put it up front. And it's always the Oreos, bro. Always the Oreos. It Oreos, blows my mind. candy bars, sodas, energy drinks. It's never, you notice how they never put apples or bananas in front of the, the cashier stand? Bro, it's not sexy. Let's be real. Like, you look at that <laughs> and you're just like, ah. Dude, so when I see a nice gala or Fuji, I'm like, ooh. ooh yeah. <laughs> you know what? To be honest, same, you know. I, I love my apples. Even banana soup, you said I'm in the corner. It's like, all right, I'll grab a couple, but nah, they can't do that. You know, I saw a clip the other day. That that was a question I had for you, Tony. I saw a clip the other day between Joe Rogan and his chunky friend, Joey. Do you recall him? He's an older, so. like, New Yorker dude. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, Joe, you need to start doing the Joe. <laughs> <laughs> but he was talking about how, I think it was with Weight Watchers, is that a banana, if you eat a banana whole, it's worth zero points on their system. But if you blend a banana in the blender, like into a smoothie or whatever, it's worth eight points. Huh. How does that work? I don't freaking know. They were talking about that. And I was like, what does that mean? <laughs> because I'm not familiar with that system. You know, the their Weight Watcher system. I know that they have like a like a points metric system that they operate on every single day. So it's like based on your body and your, your goals, you have an allotment of points, I guess, that you're supposed to get. And then as you eat, you're meant to, to track slash journal, whatever it is that you're consuming. But whatever you're consuming is followed by, it was just confusing. So I was like, is it something where it's like, because a lot of people will go and they'll, they'll grab a bunch of fruits and they'll toss it in a smoothie. And I've always thought of like, okay, well, if I take a banana, an apple, a cup of berries, and I throw it in the smoothie with almond milk, and I throw a cup of spinach in there, you're having a lot of like complex sugars from the fruit mm-hmm. because it's a lot of fruit to have in one sitting. You know, ideally you have an apple or ideally you have like a banana or whatever the case may be. But when you're, you know, like you see on like TV shows when they go to make a smoothie, they're chucking for the whole freaking grocery <laughs> aisle of fruit in there. And it's like every time they'd blend that up, I'm like, man, that's a lot of sugar. Yeah. And like, that's, that's something I've been a lot more conscientious of lately, especially after about six months ago, I did like a no sugar diet for a couple of weeks and I reset my, like my sugar my sugar contents and it's really freaking difficult for me to have stuff that has a lot of sugar in it now if mm-hmm. i have a lot of sugar in something it makes me like it makes me sick i have an adverse reaction to it 
sugar is a drug. Everybody loves dr- everybody loves the drug that is sugar. But like I, I, I've become a lot more conscientious of it as far as like uh, when I talk to you know coworkers and I see them walking up to the conference tape room table. We have a bucket of red vines sitting on there. First thing in the morning, some of these drivers will walk in and grab a couple of ropes out of there, and I'm like, ugh. <laughs> Not same. judging, but I'm just like, dude, if I were to walk in there, I know if I were to do the same thing and eat a couple of ropes of red vines first thing in the morning, I would go out to that truck. I'd start moving and I'd be like, I'm sick. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sick. I'm sweating. I don't feel good. I'm having heart palpitations. I got to go lie down. <laughs> and it's just like, it's not conducive to the lifestyle I want to live. You know, same thing like yesterday, I went to go get gas and the 7-Eleven attendant was like hey do you want to do you want a 7-eleven apple pie or whatever and i was like no thank you i said they taste fantastic but i pulled i oh, I looked at the pie and it was like i was like oh it's got you know 36 grams of sugar in this little pie and i was like do you know how many tablespoons of sugar that is and she had no idea do you guys know how many grams of sugar are in a tablespoon at least four at least four it's actually more than that I'm not technically wrong, then. You're not technically <laughs> wrong, but you are so also aren't absolutely right. <laughs> it's about 12.5 grams. And she's like, oh, wow. It's like, yeah, can you imagine? You know, it's like, if you go and you look at the 16-ounce Coke, those have like 60 grams. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's a lot of sugar. Lord. It's a lot of sugar, and people don't think twice about it, and they wonder, like, like, why do I feel like crap? Right yeah, now? yeah, dude. Like I was, I was telling you guys too before. One of my buddies, when I used to work in the grocery, he would take a two liter of Coke and drink it every day, and I'm like, yeah, bro. And he asked me about weight loss. He's like, turn that into diet. And you'll just <laughs> completely eliminate all those calories and all that sugar. And not, granted, diet soda is, you know, it has some artificial sweeteners in it. But a research right now says, you know, art- artificial sweeteners are not as bad. And there isn't any evidence saying anything negative about them. But it's like regular Coke compared to diet, I would choose the diet option and start from there. And even, even Chris, when he started his journey, I think he was re- having regular Cokes and then he would transition to Coke Zero. And then like he made the modifications based off of that. But yeah, one thing, and I will say that too, is like, if you have straight up simple sugars, that messes me up real good. Any type of regular canned soda. If I'm going to go out and, you know, I'll go to a bar and they're like, you want Jack and Coke? I'm like, Jack and Diet Coke, not regular Coke. Cause they'll mess me up. You know, I've been told, I've been told that Diet Coke will actually get you a little bit more messed up than regular Coke will. Something about the chemical makeup pairing with the alcohol makes it get into your system yeah. better. I I'm a, is what people have okay. told me before. And I've, I've kind of noticed it, but I'm also a very lightweight when it comes to alcohol and Same. stuff. So no, like I'm like I, one I or to. I'm like one or two drinks in. I'm like I'm buzzed. I got. I'm, I'm calling <laughs> it. I'm not a drunk kind of guy, so I'll get a nice little warm face buzz, and I'm like, all right, I'm out. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna look that up because I'm curious now. Yeah, and mix the combination with alcohol. I'm curious here, about that. Here at the Mood Lifters, we're giving you alcohol tips every every weekend. Yes. <laughs> every week. <laughs> Remember, flexible lifestyle, guys. Indulge from time to time, you know, but not get absolutely thrashed because that just halts progress, especially if it's beer. My, some of my buddies oh are my like, my, so, uh, some of my buddies just drink cans of beer 
And he's like, I got to lose weight. I'll just start, stop drinking as much beer and he loses weight. <laughs> I'm like, wow, it's like the ultimate hack. And you just having what, 10 cans of beer every day, dropping it down by half, you'll lose a lot of weight from that. Shit. Like, yes, sir. At all the grocery chaos, how's, how's Chris doing? Chris, I know that you're in the process of moving and stuff, but I just wanted to check and see how your week's going as well. Yeah, week's been stressful, you guys. You know, as comes with, you know, any normal move. I just feel like it's a little more stressful, especially, you know, we're moving overseas, technically. It's like I'm in Hawaii, we're moving back to Ohio. So it's the whole added stress of like flying the dogs, making sure they're going to be safe on the flight, you know, getting all the household good stuff packed up and, and shipped off. So it's just been a stressful week. I'm basically down to my last week and a half here in Hawaii. So I leave not this upcoming Thursday, but the following Thursday. So I, I got like a jam-packed week of, you know, just cleaning the house, you know, getting everything in order and trying to trying to still, you know, work and whatnot. So it, it's just been very stressful overall. And and a lot of the stress is I know once it's done, cool, it'll be done, it'll mm-hmm. be over with. But yeah, it's just until that happens. My game plan is you know, to move back to Ohio because of the cheaper cost of living and, you know, get a, get a place to live roughly, you know, soon. So I'm already looking for places and then I can get set up. And then once I'm set up, I can start, you know, going back to the gym regularly. I can get on an actual normal schedule. I can, you know, do all these different things that someone can help improve my, my mental health as well as my physical health. It'll just be much, you know, easier overall. And I know something I've been struggling with this past week is, I feel like, you know, taking like a step back, right? As far as like downgrading the lifestyle a little bit, like I've been looking at like apartments to live in and, you know, the rent will be $900 or so, $900,000. And I've never had a good experience in an apartment. You know, it's just, you always have someone smoking like weed or, you know, and you smell it to the vents or loud noises from like people blaring their stuff all at all hours of the day. So I've never had like good experiences in an apartment. So I've been looking at like houses, you know, to possibly live in and, but to live in a house is the rent is roughly Mm $2,000, right? So even like right now, my rent in my current house is $2,600. So it's like, yeah, okay, I'll be saving $600 a month, you know, to do that. But is it worth it? I should probably just, you know, do the adult thing and step back and, and, take the 900 or a thousand dollar place. Right. And then when I did the math out for that, it's like, Hey, it's a whole extra, you know, thousand dollars a month. I get to save that can go toward paying down some of the debt. It can go toward, you know, my savings, travel, whatever. Right. It'll, it'll be worth it in the long run. But my ego is like, no, you know what I mean? Like, like you're, 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 you're taking a step backwards in life and we should be taking a step forwards. And and I know that even now out here, I'm looking at it. I'm like, yeah, I got a nice house. I got a big house I'm living in, but it's stressful every month because I'm always worried about money, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's like I'm always good, but I'm always worried about money. Versus if mm-hmm. I just if I'm just humble enough to take a take a downward step, then I know I can get forward much faster. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, I and it's you, just you. Uh, sorry to cut you off. I think if you maybe just change the approach like ment- mentally as far as the mm-hmm. approach you're taking it like you're not you're not making a downward shift 
you're making a conscientious choice to say, okay, I'm not going to spend all my money on, from what it sounds like, it sounds more like hubris. Like you want to be able to be like, oh, I, I, yeah. I'm renting a house rather than I'm renting an apartment. And at the end of the day, like, it sounds cool to you, but we've talked about it before is like people think about you a lot less than they actually do. <laughs> and then, nobody's yeah, totally true nobody's gonna second guess if you're like oh you want to come hang out at my apartment rather than saying oh you want to come hang out at my house right it's, it's a totally like shift you know transferable word uh and at the end of the day if you're pocketing or you know investing a thousand sixteen hundred bucks you're gonna be doing a lot better than you're gonna be doing if you were putting in 600 bucks and that would only help you further your goals i mean dude, $1,600 in, you know, two years could be a down payment on a house in Ohio. Yeah. And then you're really like, I own this house. I don't rent this house. Right. And then you're, you're only looking better than, than, you know, oh, like imagine if you, if you only did, if you rented a house, you're only pocketing $600. The amount of time it's going to take to get there is almost three times the amount of time you'd have to take if you were to just rent a house. It just makes sense, you know? Yeah. No, it, Monetarily. It totally, it totally like, does. And hubris aside, it sounds like that's good. what would be best for you, man. I want the best for you, not just health-wise, but also, you know, economically. We just have to do the smartest things that we can. Yeah, I share and, an apartment with two other people. Yeah, and, and no, dude, it makes total sense. It's just, I don't know, part of me and my ego and my mind was like, hey, I spent my military years, you know, 10 years or so, building up like buying a bunch of stuff like nice couches nice furniture nice dining table etc and then it was like you know watching all that you know and i built up debt because of it right but then when i moved to hawaii i paid down that debt everything was good i ran into some financial issues that debt came back you know due to unforeseen circumstances you know my dog had to have surgery a couple other things popped up uh, and then i also had the added benefit of selling off all that extra stuff all my junk to help, you know, because I, I can't take it back with me to Ohio. It's too expensive. And then it's like, okay, well, now I'm back in Ohio. I'm back where I started when I was 18. I'm living in an apartment. I still have this debt and I don't have any of this stuff. You know what I mean? And I understand it's totally, it's totally an ego thing for sure. And I also know that when I've done the math out, it, if I move to an apartment like this, you know, and if I do my budgeting right, and this is even with me living an extravagant lifestyle. I was like, I'll still have my debt paid down in four to five months. And I'll still be able to save like fifteen, twenty thousand dollars $20,000 a year. You know what I mean? So it's not like, then that's on top of paying down the debt for next year. So it yeah. won't be like that big of an issue. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just, it's just the ego. Yeah. I mean, like something I've kind of come, I've kind of adopted is like, it's just stuff. That's all yeah. it is. It my, really uh, is. my roommate made a comment yesterday about like oh you can't take it with you and i was like oh yeah tell that to king tut <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know it's it's just stuff man it's yeah. just stuff but it's definitely like a hurdle that you have to get over yourself you can't just change what you think overnight you know it's not that easy yeah but it's just stuff bro it's just stuff the things that you want to take with you to ohio that are important to you of course you're going to take it home with you mm -hmm. uh, because that's what's important 
things are things and you know what you'll have nice things again nothing's going to stop you from having nice things especially where you're heading not just in your physical goals but your mental goals you're on the up and up bro we're all on the up and up and yeah. it's you know, oh, we're not yeah. going to let it stop us dude chris i was going to say too is like you're coming back to ohio with like a more steel mindset and everything you're just like even if you have to take the the apartment route that's only temporary you're making yeah. a lot of progress career wise fitness wise mental health wise like it's going to keep like grant was saying it's going to keep going up from there and this mm -hmm. is only temporary this is like a little setback one step backwards to make two steps forward type of thing and yeah. that's definitely going to be on the horizon from the beginning of like when we started our mood lifters guys we were all dealing with some like financial constraints and not from this thing that we're doing, but we found you know, our financial gains outside of it. And mm -hmm. that like, just watch you guys make that progress. Even with, with grant, the financial stressors are not as much stressors anymore. Same goes for you, Chris. Like you're like, Oh, I have a little bit more income. I can, you know, tackle things head on and it's not as much yeah. of a stressor. And that comes with that you know, progress, you know, your goals, you know, whether you're going to school, you're getting your education, whether you find a job opportunity because you're out there and somebody, you know, meets you and then they're like, oh, guess what? I'm looking for an opening. I like your personality. Here's this, like that, this whole entire process of just like the mood lifters too, is like the exercise part of it is just one aspect. But if you transition and you apply that mindset towards everything else in your life, you'll start to see, and I truly believe in the law of attraction, as weird as it sounds, it's very woo-woo to some people, but it's like <laughs> the energy you put out there is the energy you'll attract. So like when I was younger, less confident, more depressed, I would isolate myself. I would keep myself away from people and that lessened my opportunities. Now it's like, I'm, I'm here live streaming people could judge me and all that stuff, but I don't care because my goal is to help so many people. And that's mm -hmm. landed so many other opportunities and attracted so many other people around me that are actually what they want to see us succeed. They want to see us, you know, make shit happen. People are like, dude, if you blow up, I, I'll invest in your brand. I'll do this. I'll do that. And just hearing that it's like, damn, I got to get it. I got to go out and get it. Cause they're, they're trying to help me to amplify this, you know, amplify this whole thing where we can get more people on it. We can hire, mm -hmm. you know, experts in psychology. We can hire experts in fitness and just really provide more and more value. And this all comes from that, that little taking the setback, take two steps forward to keep getting that momentum. So we're getting it guys. We're getting it. Yeah, absolutely. Is there anything specific that you guys wanted to talk about in regards to like exercise, nutrition, sleep, anything along the lines of that? I think one of the biggest things we can do for ourselves and, you know, people listening is community, right? I, yes. I was having a conversation the other day with Justice, one of my mentors, and he was talking about, I'm going from sunny Hawaii, where, you know, it, it's sunny all the time, blue skies, warm weather, even like in the wintertime. And, you know, going back to Ohio, where it's going to be very gray, very cloudy, very, you know, snowy, it's, it's very, seasonal depression is going to set in, right? And he was like, one of the biggest things you could do to help just set yourself up for success is find community. He goes, mm -hmm. you know, find, find a workout club, find a hiking club, find a gaming club, and then just, you know, go meet with these people regularly, just so you're, you're not stuck inside all the time. And I was like, you know, man, that makes a lot of sense. You know? I take that advice too, because, you know, working from home, it's one of those yeah. things where I'm just sitting there on the computer all day. I mean, I can social media, but 
social media is not the same as physical interaction and it, right. it, you know sitting on a computer all day working from home it makes me go crazy i'm like dude i gotta go outside i'm losing it <laughs> in regards to the community we did start that discord group last earlier this week and i had sent out a few invites to some people but guys that are listening to this if you want to invite uh, let me know, direct message me at Livery Forge on Instagram or, you know, comment in the comments, anything along the lines of that, I'll send it over because I would love for us to build a community in it. And I feel like with Discord, it's a lot easier and more efficient. I like Facebook. I'm live streaming on Facebook. I don't mind posting on Facebook, but Discord's easier for me to communicate with because sometimes I'll get notifications on Facebook like a week after and I'm like, oh, <laughs> 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 so Discord's a little bit more real time. I feel like, like we were talking about before, it's like little subreddits of like conversations that we could talk about. And then they have this new forum post feature that I really like. I've been messing around with it. But once we start building this up, I think there'll be some good things that come from it. But definitely community is everything, not just from a social media aspect, but from a physical aspect, going out and doing some things. Even if it's like you find yourself having difficulty interacting with people, if you have that social awkwardness, Doing something like, as weird as it sounds, doing something like improv will actually help build that the aspect of a little bit more confidence for yourself, speaking, entertaining, and things like that. And I've been recommended that, and, I, and I've seen some of my buddies go about it, and it's pretty cool to watch. And I'm like, I should definitely go about it just to meet more people and just to have some really interesting conversations with people. But you can also do that with the gym, like we we're talking about. Like if you show up to the gym consistently at the same time every single day, someone's bound to notice you. Someone's going to be like, I see this guy going out and getting it. You know, I'm mm -hmm. going to talk to them. And it's usually like the if the buff guys start seeing you put in the work and they're starting to see some gains, you're starting to get stronger. They're going to come up to you and be like, I like what you're doing, dude. You know, and they'll have a conversation with you. And that, that's how it was with me. Like my gym. So a lot of my fr friends now are like from the gym, like initially yeah. from the gym. But now we hang out and we go out to restaurants and stuff. And like, it's one of those things where I don't know who said this before. I think it was somebody probably from our other, our advertising job, but uh, meeting people in not just one area, but multiple areas. Let's say, for example, you go to the gym setting, you befriend somebody at the gym, you go to bowling with them or some, something like that, bowling with them when they're friends. And then you go to have lunch with them, but multiple interactions, they're going to bond with you more and befriend you more as a result because you're seeing them at multiple, you know, different places and they, mm -hmm. it's different atmosphere in each one. And with that, you'll start to know more about them. And then you start to, you know, hang out with them more often Then you got a gym buddy or a gym training partner, in addition to somebody that you can go out and have drinks with and have a good time with. And it's that bro bond. And that all comes from just that one interaction just starts at one place. And then over time, you know, you guys, Hey, let's go, let's go have a drink or let's go this one place with protein lab or something like that. Let's go get some protein shakes and stuff. And it just, it's, that's just how it happens. <laughs> I kind of attest to that. I mean, when I was working out here regularly after, like I think I said before 60 days or so, they finally, I had a bunch of people just coming up to me a lot and just having conversations with me in the gym. That's how it be. Uh, voice crack. That's how it be. <laughs> That's exactly how it be, man. When, when you have that, it's such a cool feeling. I've mentioned this before and somebody's like, how do you, how do you befriend people in that regard? Like, how do you do that? It's like, show up constantly. They're mm -hmm. going to talk to you. Eventually they're going to be like, oh, this guy's doing it. He's getting it. You know, he's deadlifting a plate 
one time. Now he's 225. He's, he's showing up consistently. And at first, it may seem like people don't take you as seriously at first because they'll see you. They're like, oh, he's going to come and go. But then if you keep showing up, they're like, okay, this person's here to stay. And you know what? This guy, the buff bodybuilder guy will come up to you and give you some fitness advice. You could take it. Watch out for the bro science, but take some advice, you know, learn from them and then build a friendship with them. And next thing you know, you're probably hanging out with them or their friends who they introduce you to. You might even have a, a gym mommy that you might find. And that's, that's how it works, man. <laughs> <laughs> Any last things you want to talk about or you're going to cut it or. No, man, I, I think I'm doing good. I'm supposed to go back to my driving school starting tomorrow. I don't know how much longer I'll be there. My intent going back is to just work on maintaining movement. I've been going there and all I end up doing is like, I'll sit there for six hours in this classroom and not really get any movement. It's kind of starting to frustrate me a little bit, but as I'm more conscious of it, I'm going to, I'm going to do my best to start getting and getting some walks in and stuff while I wait. Hell yeah. We're getting back into it, getting that momentum, then things will keep moving from there. Yes, sir. Did we have an idea what we were going to talk about next week? Oh, it's, it's going to be you and I. So is there anything specific you want to talk about? I know you did mention macros before. I can get into that. I would love have... to talk about macros. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm going to write up this entire thing because I'm going to break it down because I'm going to lose my train of thought throughout because there's so much <laughs> to talk about. But I'm, what I'll do is I'll kind of simplify it as best as I possibly can and create it in a way that it's going to be easy to understand. And it's going to be easy if somebody wants to go about, you know, portion control rather than calculating macronutrients and stuff. Because some people are not like the mathematic type or want to track calories or macronutrients specifically. So we'll sure. do like a portion control method in that regard as well. So I'll do both. Okay. Of them, so. Cool. All right. Well, Grant, last I'm words. I look forward to. Yes, sir. Well, we appreciate you guys joining back with us. We care about you. Hope you guys got something from today. But we here at the Mood Lifters, we got one last question for you. Have you lifted your mood today? Hell yeah. And he came with the, the finger to the camera. He's like, lift your fucking mood. No. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, uh, I want to thank you guys for watching, especially the guys that are on YouTube, Twitch, Facebook group. If you guys have any questions or anything like that, like I mentioned, you could direct message me at Livery Forge. I'm here to help you guys on your journey. If you're just getting started, great. I have a bunch of resources. We create a lot of content for you guys. And if you just watch our stuff, You'll get a lot of value from it. But if there's anything specific you need help with, don't hesitate to reach out. I love to talk about fitness. I love to talk about mental health. And I want to see you guys win. So with that, guys, thanks for watching. And we will see you in the next one. Take care. Take care. Be well. And now I want to thank you guys for watching this week's episode. Please like, subscribe, share, whether you're on YouTube or Spotify. We would love for you to show us some love. And we would love to help you guys on your journey. And if you guys need help on your journey, we created a private Discord group that you can join. Link is in the description below. And lastly, as you know, we created supplements to help you on your journey. If you need a pre-workout or a sleep supplement to get you that extra oomph, if you head on over to amazon.com reforge, you can get yours. Or you can check the individual links in the show notes below. 
And with that, guys, thanks for watching, and we will see you in the next one.